Well, good and happy Trinity Sunday to you all. This kind of begins a run of big feasts that we celebrate on Sundays in ordinary time. Next week is Corpus Christi, and the week after that is the Sacred Heart of Jesus. So it sort of begins a nice run of big feasts as we begin our uh, period of ordinary time. This is the celebration of the Holy Trinity that we celebrate today. And we joked at seminary that this Sunday was, should really be called Heresy Sunday because it's so easy to fall into heresy when talking about the Holy Trinity. It's a very difficult thing to accurately describe. Every human analogy that we have for it falls short in some way, shape, or form. So it's sometimes easier to say what God isn't as opposed to what God is. The Trinity is truly a mystery, and nothing can 100% describe it, explain it, or solve it. But we know that the Trinity is God himself. Three persons sharing in the one nature of God, or the one nature of divinity. Each person united with each other, but each of them able to work in different ways. And that is why the Catechism of the Catholic Church says it very simply. The Trinity is the central mystery of the Catholic faith. More important than God becoming man, more important than the resurrection, the Trinity is the central mystery of our Catholic faith. But it is truly so difficult to fully comprehend. That's why St. Paul in his letter to the Romans writes this, Oh, the depth of the riches and wisdom and knowledge of God! How inscrutable are his judgments! And how unsearchable his ways. For who has known the mind of the Lord? Or who has been his counselor? Or who has given him anything that he may be repaid? For from him and through him and for him all things are. It's a very good description of the Trinity. And we learn from this passage from St. Paul that God is transcendent. He is infinitely transcendent, above our understanding above us. And when we think of the Trinity, and maybe in purely academic terms, it's very easy to see the Trinity as transcendent. The persons, the natures, the progressions, all of these different big words and terms that can be very difficult to understand, it can make our head spin once in a while. And when we think of the Trinity in this way, it's very easy to see God as something utterly beyond us. Like he's up there, this big thing in the sky holding everything together that we never fully understand. Sort of like the Force in Star Wars or something like that. The transcendence of the Trinity is so important because it is true. God is entirely other. He is beyond. He is above. But if God isn't transcendent, then he's only a creature just like us, right? So we know God is transcendent. If he's a creature just like us, then we inevitably find ourselves in competition with him. And we think that things aren't God's activity, but ours. We can very easily see the pitfalls of this line of thinking quite quickly. So the Trinity is a mystery. It is transcendent from us and totally beyond us. And it's all good and true. But if that's all there was to the Trinity, then I think it would be somewhat disappointing. Because it's nice to have a transcendent God, to know that God is all-powerful, but it's hard to build a relationship with someone or something that is entirely beyond you. And because of this, God the Trinity makes himself known to us. It works in our lives. 
the Trinity, the transcendent God, has entered time, enters into our lives, our concrete here and now situation. The Trinity works. The Trinity is active. So how does the Trinity do this? Well, first and foremost, in creation, in creating the world. If we think of the Trinity as an, as an eternal exchange of love between the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, a characteristic of love is that it is fruitful, is that it is open to others. And so the love of the Trinity could not possibly be contained within itself. It spilled out and created the world, created everything out of love. But more than just creating the world, it created human beings in the image and likeness of God. What did Genesis say? God said, let us make man in our likeness, after our image, in the image of three persons, in the image of the Trinity. Each and every one of us is created, not just in the image and likeness of God, but we can say in the image and likeness of the Holy Trinity. Maybe another way that the Trinity continues to work in our lives is in the seven sacraments, the great ways that the Trinity encounters us. We think of every Mass that we celebrate. Every Mass is an encounter with the transcendent God. The whole Trinity is present at the Mass. We make Jesus present. Think of all the prayers also that we pray. In the, we pray to the Father, through the Son, all done in the unity of the Holy Spirit. The Trinity is at work in every prayer of the Mass. It invokes the whole Trinity. All three persons are with us today. Or even in baptism. Think of every single person who has been baptized in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit after the command of the Gospel today. Each and every one of us is baptized into the Trinity and brought into the very life of God, into the life of the Trinity. We're made sons and daughters of God so that we can call God Abba, Father. Think about that for a minute. The transcendent God so far beyond us, so far above us, we can relate to with the intimacy and familiarity of a father. Or we can receive on our tongues or reverently on our hands the Holy Eucharist, the Trinity, in our hands. The Trinity, this great central mystery of our Catholic faith, is also the most accessible, tangible glimpse of who God is. He shows us himself. He shows us the Trinity. And so in the past, in the Old Testament, God might have spoken through clouds and in fire. But today we can say that the heavens open at every Mass. And the heavens open at when every baby is baptized in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and made a child of God. The Trinity is no less powerful, no less visible, and no less present today than it was in Jesus' time. So today at Mass, let's reflect on how wonderfully transcendent God is, how great, majestic, and beyond us He is. And pray today that as the Trinity is made present to us at this Mass, we may be swept up into Trinitarian life with God and with love itself.